Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Daryl Amy along with Larry Levine. How's it going today, Larry? It's going. We're going to Excited have a, to be here. Yes, absolutely. We're uh, actually uh, calling in live today. We're not calling in. We're here in person in <laughs> Las Vegas. At you, dude. I know. Face to face. It's good. We're usually on Skype or, or over the phone. Uh, we're here today in Las Vegas uh, at uh, a conference for technology sales professionals where Larry is going to be imparting some wisdom this afternoon on social selling. So a lot of fun. I know, uh, even based on the conversations we had last night, that we're going to get some questions and feedback that are going to be great input for our podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Last episode, we ended with the gut check, and last episode's gut check was really to just evaluate yourself and say, hey, as a sales professional, how am I doing? How am I doing with, uh, with um, bringing the real deal to the table, being genuine? How am I doing with bringing substance? And I hope as you've thought about that, um, that, uh, that you'll join us in, in really what we're, we're all about, Larry, is upping our game. Yeah, you know, it, it, and so true is if we can up the game, if we can elevate who we are as individuals, and I always say, let's just rise above the sea of sameness. And when no I say doubt. the sea of sameness, that could be the sea of sameness in any of our industries that we're in in sales. Absolutely. Is, let's rise above. Let's become the cream of the crop. Let's become the single best sales rep that you could possibly be. And then, in my opinion, just watch what happens. Absolutely. And, and, and I think that, that extra effort um, of rising above the sea of sameness is exactly what we want to talk about today on the Selling from the Heart podcast. And that is, how do you brand yourself online? How do you set yourself up as a sales rep um, to look different, uh, to be different? And uh, we've been talking uh, at, in all of this about how we've got a, uh, a, a physical uh, persona, uh, you know, face-to-face conversations, face-to-face adding value. But in today's world, as much as we have a physical um, persona, we also have that digital brand we've got to build. And uh, so, Larry, I know, uh, you know, one of the maybe one of the best things to do uh, would be to, to share a little bit about your journey um, in terms of, of when the light bulb came on that that you know, wow, I, I really need to build a digital brand as a sales rep. Well, it, it goes back to, in, in the first episode of our podcast, I kind of shared that funny story of the CFO who schooled me. And, you know, A, that was a light bulb moment. But where I really realized this is when I hired my business coach, and he was a mentor, and I don't give him enough credit. And, you know, one of these days, hopefully he's on our podcast. That would be awesome. Yeah. And Ryan really taught me whether he knows it or not, and, and it's been a while, he really taught me what it's like to build a brand. And that's when I truly knew that, A, I had a brand as a sales rep, and I didn't even really know it. Well, I think that's a big insight, by the way, and and you know we all obviously all of our companies have a brand um, that that is being built, but uh, you know kind of a, a real big light bulb moment in all of this for you and and for me as well as as we started talking about this. Uh, wow, this is back in 
what, 2009 timeframe? When did like this? That. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking to eight years ago, that light bulb moment that as a salesperson, uh, you have a brand, you need to have a brand. You've got one, whether you know it or not. And, and it's time to take control of that brand. No, it, it, and you're right because um, we talk about what we do, you know, as sales reps, we get engaged in those conversations whether they're good conversations, difficult conversations, mm-hmm. you know, those unfriendly, friendly conversations, is we all have a brand. We're building a brand on behalf of that organization we work with. But what I found so enlightening is I was able to articulate why I do what I do. I was able to really bring to life Larry Levine, mm-hmm. not only face to face, and I enjoy that face to face, right? But where I, I, I really saw success was how can I bring me to life? Online, Absolutely. So if somebody was out there searching for me, if I could drive somebody to, you know, at that time I had my own website, you knew that. Yeah. And that Amazing. was before I really self-taught myself my, you know, how to build a LinkedIn profile. Right. But now I'm able to drive people as a sales rep. And now even inside the social sales academy, I'm even able to drive salespeople, business professionals, business executives, sales managers, owners to my profile to kind of share my story. Hey, here's me. Here's right. how I can help you. I understand the challenges that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think when sales reps can really articulate a clear value, a clear vision with conviction of here's who I am and be able to marry that online and marry that offline, I, I really think it's a home run because we have short attention spans right. to begin with. Yeah. So if we don't see something memorable online, we click to the next site. Absolutely. If there's no value, if there's no education, I don't care what it is online, if we're trying to educate ourselves, we go on to the next site. Yeah. And I think as sales reps, if you can capture that moment mm-hmm. and really become memorable yes. online and then learn how to use that mm-hmm. and engage in some healthy face-to-face conversations, it's the marriage of both. It takes some time. It's a whole mindset, skill set shift that I think sales reps today really need to start grabbing a hold of is how do I build that online brand knowing that I'm living inside a digital business world? Yeah, and you know, for the the everyone in the the self from the heart tribe here that that we're building, you know, just this team of, of people that are passionate about bringing value and being excellent, kind of the next generation of elite sales professionals. This concept of of building a brand is probably not foreign uh, totally. But it, it really is is something to to think about um, in terms of of how we brand ourselves. And so maybe as we start this conversation, um, Larry, you know, a good question to ask um, each other is is why is this you know okay? Why is it so important for me as a sales professional to build a brand online? Um, why why is that so critical? Well, I, I think it's critical for for one reason. And as I work with sales reps and I engage in some conversation is a lot of sales reps can't articulate mm-hmm. or they have difficulty articulating the value they bring to their clients. Right. So to me, brand number one is you must understand the value you bring to your current clients because if you don't understand that value, yes, how can you go out and search for new business? Right. So if you can't get your current clients to buy into your value, you're surely not going to get future clients to buy into your value. So I think... The part that I really latched onto as a sales rep, and I really urge sales reps to latch onto now, is a we must understand the value. If we can understand the value, that's step one in how we build our brand because we could build around that value. 
Well, I want to I want to pause there um, because I think that's that's actually really critical. You know, as you um, think about the about building your brand as a sales rep, it forces the question. You have to ask the question: What value do I bring to my clients? And and even though we're out face to face talking all day with people, um, even though we've all been challenged as sales reps to you know build that proverbial elevator pitch and, and all of that. The question of what value do I bring to my clients when you sit down with a blank sheet of paper and go, okay, I'm going to recraft my online brand, say my LinkedIn profile or or other aspects of my social footprint, um, it really forces you to think about the value that you add to your clients. So I think that is reason number one of why it's important to build a brand is is um, we need to we need to really think about this as sales reps, and we're going to talk in the coming episodes about how you go through that process. I'll tell you another light bulb moment for me um, was when I read the article in the Harvard Business Review, "Selling Is Dead," which was based on uh, the corporate executive board's research on you know buying habits. And I, you know, I think a lot of us have, have heard this. If you if you've picked up the Challenger sale, um, you know this. If you haven't, <laughs> run to the store right now, buy the Challenger sale, and read it. But their research showed that B two B buyers are, you know, on average fifty seven percent of the way through the process of making up their mind before they engage face to face with a sales rep. And uh, I, you know, rewind uh, the tape all the way back to 1993 when I went to my first sales training. It was good, fantastic, hardcore, you know, Tom Hopkins-esque sales training. But the guy said, first in wins. And that always stuck with me. And, And what I've realized, and this is one of the reasons you need to build that brand online as a sales rep, is your first in these days more often than not, is not a face-to-face. It's not even over the phone a lot of times. And even though you know we believe uh, passionately in prospecting strategies in the field, on the phone, um, we believe in face-to-face, the reality that, that we have to you know, uh, wrestle with in today's world is, is our first interactions are many times going to be digital. And, and if we're not able to present our value proposition digitally, we're maybe, maybe most likely not going to get the opportunity to have that conversation face to face. You know, and there's a couple, there's a couple great points you just brought up uh, that I want to bring to the forefront. And I want to go back to this 57% because there's a lot of people talking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, some even say it's 70, you know, stats are stats, whether you believe them or not. Right. right? And, And the question that I'd like to throw out there, you know, to the people listening is why do you think that number is that number? And I think it goes back to sales reps must bring in new ideas. They must educate. They must be relevant. They must bring in fresh ideas into somebody's office. And it's okay sometimes to challenge the status quo. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what I want to share with sales reps is, you know, the number is so high because sales reps today aren't bringing value. Right. Right. Buyers are self-educating. They're self-medicating themselves online. Because the game. <laughs> Isn't that good? good. Self-medicating. <laughs> Buyers right? are self-medicating. They're self-medicating That's themselves awesome. online. But and the reason why they're doing that is they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of getting into a conversation with a sales rep because quite frankly, right. sometimes they know more about the product and helping them try to solve their own problem than the sales rep does. So it's like sales Xanax. They're afraid of... Sales Xanax. They're doing all the research because they're afraid of making a bad decision. They're trying to quell their anxiety, right? 
So they're pre- they're pre-qualifying themselves. Yeah, absolutely. But that's why building this brand is so critical, yeah. right? Because it's true. I mean, buyers have a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stuff riding on this. And, and it, it's even been very interesting as you look at, you know, the, the changing buying habits inside corporations with buying teams and a lot of different influencers and uh, uh, mobilizers and, and all of that. You've got people that um, you get brought into the decision-making process uh, maybe maybe you've already engaged in conversation um, with you know the mobilizer or top level decision maker in it, but next thing you know, you got five or six other people brought into the process that you had no clue of. They before. have no clue, and and they're trying to you know their jobs on the line as well, their recommendations on the line. So they got a lot of anxiety, and they're going out and they're vetting companies, but they're also vetting sales professionals to go, is, you know, is this guy the real deal? Can I, can I literally stake my recommendation to this buying committee on, on what this, this salesperson's saying? And so, you know, branding yourself is online, but online is so critical because you've got to be able to prove yourself in the buying process to multiple, uh, multiple influencers and decision makers. Well, you know, it, it goes, it goes beyond branding. I think Daryl, it goes, it goes, it goes to, hey, what's social proof? So if, if I'm a buyer and I'm out searching yeah, right for things, Absolutely. and then I'm engaged in whatever that process is I'm engaged in, and I'm starting to vet out sales reps, yeah. right? I'm gonna, obviously, I'm going to vet them out face-to-face as well, but I'm also going to do some background work online right. as to who this person is. So not only does a brand become real critical, but it's what's social proof, right? Yeah, who has this person done business with? Who does this person know that I might know? That's right. And then what kind of social recommendations are out there? Yeah. You know, what are his clients saying? Absolutely. What are his friends saying? What are the influencers saying about this person? I think it's just real critical that that we move beyond just, hey, this is who I am and this is what I can do for you. But that buyer wants to know, you know, what do you bring into the table that's different than what I know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the cold glass of water in the face to <laughs> to the to salesperson. Um, you know, this was definitely a cold glass of water in my face. Is when I saw sales benchmark index surveying buyers, and and I think the data was fifty five percent of buyers admitted to screening out a company or sales rep based on what they did or did not find online. And, and you want to know why I think that's so true? Is now that as I go out and speak to sales teams, mm-hmm. I speak at conferences, mm-hmm. at breaks, I can go to who's viewed my profile on LinkedIn and I see half these people vetting me out mm-hmm. during my presentations to them. So I know it's a valid statement. Yeah, absolutely. And it's happening all day long. And, you know, the reality is not paying attention to your brand as a sales rep is, is really just kind of like, it's, it's uh, shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, it really is, is, is holding you back, but to take the more positive side of all of that. And, and when you think about, um, you know, selling from the heart and, and bringing passion and bringing ideas and value to the table, your digital brand, your online presence as a sales rep has tremendous potential to uh, to to set you up for that value add conversation, um, to to uh, truly be positioned as someone who's trustworthy, and uh, and so and maybe that's a good place to start as we're thinking about building this this digital brand. We talk about the trust formula 
a lot, right? So trust is, is in my opinion, it's the, the combination of credibility and connection. Um, and, and credibility, you know, is that question is, what does this sales rep know that's going to be helpful to me? Or, or put another way, does the sales rep have the goods, the knowledge that's really going to help me out? Or as we like to say, is that person just an empty suit? Right? right. Do, Are they do, just, they, do they understand my world? Yes. Do they understand the world that I live in? Do they understand the issues, the challenges that I have? Right. And, and do they have ideas? Per- exactly. And then the second half of the equation, if the first half is, is credibility, the second half is connection. Who does this person know? Who else have they helped? Um, who... You know who who can I like, who can I see that they are um, connected with and actively engaged with? And we can't hold that a secret anymore. No and sales. Oh, do, and sales be a reps, whole that that'll be a whole other podcast. That's a, par- other one. <laughs> par- a couple P's paranoia podcast. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, seriously, guys, we yeah. can't hold who we do business with secret. We can't be guarded on it. Everybody already knows where your bread and butter accounts are anyway. Yeah. Let's broadcast out to our marketplace. Credibility. This is who we work yeah. with, and these are what they're saying about how I've helped them solve problems. Absolutely. Why not broadcast that out and get that out there? Because, quite frankly, the digital world doesn't sleep. No. The internet doesn't go to sleep, right? No. No. I mean, businesses close, right? They're, they're closed after five. Right. Those business doors and windows are shut. Absolutely. Well, so let's let's think about this whole process of of building a brand as a sales rep. And there's there's so many different things we could could talk about. But um, I just want to maybe today in our our drive time together is is keep this focused on on uh, just kind of the beginning steps of of thinking about building a brand. And obviously, as a sales rep, I think it goes without saying your brand is going to be communicated online. Um, probably the anchor of that brand, just as a company has a website, a salesperson has a LinkedIn profile. So that's where it's going to begin. It's not where it's going to end, but, uh, the LinkedIn profile is going to be a a huge part of that brand. And it's a huge branding opportunity for a rep, right? Right. And I think, uh, your brand, and this is the way I look at it, your brand is your promise. Mm-hmm. It's a promise to your clients. It's a promise to your future clients. That's great. Is here's this is who I am, mm-hmm. and this is what I bring to you. Yes. And I think you know this might be the old gut check. Yeah. You know, as you know, stealing your thunder a little bit as we land this plane on this podcast. What's your promise? Is I'm going to encourage sales reps to do some self reflection, look in that mirror. Yeah. And ask yourself, would I buy from myself? Based on what I see on my LinkedIn profile, what positions me as that subject matter expert? Yeah. What positions me with credibility? And furthermore, what connections, what social proof do I have out there that I can share with future clients and say, here's who I've helped? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, if you think about the the brand, the LinkedIn profile, your your digital um, footprint, if you will, as a sales rep, you're, there's this kind of continuum here that, that starts, you know, on one end from, you know, this is, I put this thing together to get a job, right. And haven't done anything with it all the way to the other end to where this thing that the LinkedIn profile becomes my, um, my brand as a sales rep that is not just 
uh, you know, and a brand is style and substance. So from a style standpoint, uh, let's start there and then we'll move to the, the meat of this, which is a substance. But as from a style standpoint, right, the brand, your brand online needs to, to look good, right? So we always say, um, you know, and, and we don't want to harp on this too long, but look, your picture needs to be professional, you know, if, if you've got a cropped out picture with the, your arm around your girlfriend or, you know, your wife or, or husband or, or what, what, whatever, that's not professional. You need a professional headshot. Uh, it needs to look like you meet with your clients. So if you suit it up to meet with your clients, then that's what you need to look like on LinkedIn. Um, I had a meeting last week, uh, well, it was a couple of weeks ago, with, uh, with someone who, you know, their LinkedIn profile was kind of this stylized picture. I couldn't recognize the person. And it was it was really frustrating because I walked in this business, I'd done my homework, and I couldn't recognize the person. So don't don't be that guy. But it also don't be the guy that's got you know some vacation photo cropped, or or don't be the you know the, the, be professional. So start there, move to the next level. Little uh, just quick tip on on LinkedIn that I'm still surprised so many people don't know about is you can actually customize your LinkedIn URL. So instead of saying linkedin.com slash in slash Bob1357A dollar sign QX star, you can actually say linkedin.com slash in slash Daryl Amy, which happens to be my LinkedIn address, or Larry Levine 1992 because you have a popular name that everyone wants. Yeah, but, so popular. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. So, um, but but if you if you you want to personalize that URL, so you've got an actual memorable and professional domain name. Well, just you so can you put just on your so business you, card. And it's all just that. so you look connected. I mean, you look relevant to that connected buyer. So if somebody asks you, you know, face to face, or you're out at a networking event, hey Daryl or hey Larry, how can I find you on LinkedIn? Yeah. Absolutely. A little more on style. Obviously, your LinkedIn card is your your digital business card. So, I mean, once again, you just think this would be a no-brainer. But, um, you know, everyone listening, you need to go to your LinkedIn profile and just make sure your phone number and your email and, and all of that is is correct. Um, and, and links to your company website. You can even link to your blog. All, all of these different things. One more thing on the style, though, that, that has been, been really good is... I love the way that that LinkedIn allows you to uh, create a header image in the background that uh, that can kind of uh, position you as a a professional out there. So make sure to hit the style. But, you know, in the Selling from the Heart podcast, we're not just style. We're mainly substance. So let's shift gears and talk about the substance of your brand online as a as a uh, sales rep. So. Um, and I know that where that brand message begins is with uh, the tagline, right? Yeah, and, and this goes back to you know the, the start of the podcast a little bit ago was being able to articulate your value. Yeah, so let's talk about that. By the way, um, your tagline is actually that spot on LinkedIn that's right below your name where most people put... I'm a great sales rep, right? Account, account executive, VP of sales, right. manager account, whatever the case may be. Might as well just write shark in a suit, don't return my phone calls. I'm here right? to, se- I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm here to, to sell, sell you something, something as fast as I can, right? <laughs> and then it gets even worse, right? Because underneath, then it says, 
But, you know, I am a, a seasoned account executive with 15 blah, years blah, of sales blah. experience. Pew, pew, pew. I've won President's Club trip, and I got the award for maximizing gross profit in our organization. <laughs> and the buyer's looking at it going, and we were laughing, but it's serious. I think a lot of salespeople's online brand, if a buyer stumbles across it, they go, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I looked at their LinkedIn profile because I know I don't want to meet with this guy. Right, and so <laughs> it gets back to sales reps must be able to articulate value. So we all know yes. that, that elevator pitch. It's ingrained in us. If you've been in sales for any length of time, you've been sitting in sales meetings, a sales manager goes around and says, Daryl, in, in a short, concise 30 seconds, what's your that elevator pitch? You don't have 30 seconds anymore, guys. You probably got 8 to 10 seconds. Yeah, so, in, so in 8 to 10 seconds, you have to capture somebody's attention. Yeah. So in one, I when I work with sales reps, it's in one short, concise sentence. Absolutely. What's the value? What's the bring? value you bring? How do you help your clients or future clients solve a business problem? In one short, concise sentence. Yes. Because if you can do that yes. and you own it, you're golden because that's how you're going to open up conversations with somebody. You're going to bring it to market. You're going to bring it to your current clients. You can put it on your email signature line. You can put it on your business cards. You're tattooing Boom. that on your forehead. This is the value I bring. That's your elevator pitch. I call yes. it your digital elevator pitch. Well, in this, you know, it'll, a little time out on this. I mean, this is why I absolutely love, I love the process of building out a LinkedIn profile is because what it challenges you to do is to think about the value that you add. And, and, you know, as we are involved in training salespeople, we ask reps all the time. Um, we ask them, you know, what is your value proposition? What's your elevator pitch? And you dead you, silence, dude, deer in the dead headlight silence. And so this is good though. Nothing wrong. I mean, let's no. just all come clean and go, I don't know what my elevator, I don't know what my value proposition is. So what LinkedIn forces us to do, and, and this is our, your homework for today, is to think about in 120 20 characters or less, so one sentence, that's the space that will fit below your, your name on your LinkedIn profile where you currently have account executive or senior sales rep or major account rep. Uh, that's going to be further down your profile and your experience. But um, in your current job position, but what you want up there is that clear statement of value, and this is uh, this is a lot of work. I remember uh, a mentor years uh, that I worked with in years past in some some startups um, when we were going out and seeking venture capital. I loved building business plans, and so I'd have like a twenty five page full color business plan, and he'd be like, "Daryl, this is great. Can you boil it down to two pages?" And I'm like, "Oh, I hate that." And then I bring back two pages. And he'd go, can you boil it down to one page? And then he would say, can you tell me in 30 seconds or less the, this business plan? And uh, that was hard work. But it was important work. And it's the important work that we have to do as, um, you know, as salespeople now is to be able to articulate, to clearly state our value proposition in 120 characters or less to grab the attention of someone. Uh, at the so, how do you do that? I mean, we've got a few minutes today. We'll take a deeper dive in our next next podcast. But what should what should our um, our tribe be thinking about? Well, I, th I think it just I think it just goes back. If you're having a hard time with this, I always say you know some of the best help I got was going back to my current clients. Right. 
So, you know, as a tip to, you know, the sales professionals that are out there is go back to your current clients. Mm -hmm. Sit down with your current clients. You know, and ask them, you know, what's the value that I've brought to your organization? How am I helping you solve some of the business problems, some of the challenges you're having in here? You might know yourself, but it's so great if you can get those answers from your current clients. Mm -hmm. And, And it goes back to, you know, this whole selling from the heart. I speak from the heart. And if you can truly sit down with your current customer and say, hey, you know what? Let me share with you what I'm personally going through right now. I'm in the process of building a brand. It's important to me. Yes. So that I can take this brand out to the public. Right. I want to be able to serve you better, and I want to be able to serve future clients Mm -hmm. better. So can you share with me what's the value that I've brought to your organization? How have I personally helped you? Because I want to use some of this to help craft my value proposition out to the world and I'm looking for your help can you imagine what would happen to that relationship by going face to face with your current clients and asking that question I absolutely love that I mean that's a sincere question it's an honest question and it really gets to the core of the value that you bring and this is you know this is what we're all about at the the selling from the heart podcast is you know, let's get past the buzzwords and the corporate BS and the, you know, the canned responses. And let's really, let's really um, understand the value that we bring to the table. So what a great, um, a great piece of advice and actually what a great, great piece of homework today. And, and, uh, you know, I know many of you listen to this on your drive to or from work. So if it's the morning, you're sipping your, uh, your latte on the way to work and listening to this, uh, here's what we want to challenge you with today as we end the podcast. We're going to pick up this this discussion next time and dive deeper into the the process of building your brand online. Um, it's 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 a, a work. It's hard work. It is something you need to do. But the question we want to challenge you with today, or the action we want to challenge you with today, is on at least one of your appointments today with a current client. I want you to ask them. Just just say level with them and say. Hey, I'm in the process of really recrafting my message online, and I'd like to understand from you the value that I've been able to bring to your organization. What you know, and and you might follow up with you know what and and, and you know sorry to interrupt, no, but good. I think right there after that question's asked, you can't say a word. Oh no, and, and no I don't care if the dead silence happens, or or if you hear something you don't want to hear, <laughs> you, you, you might. You, you talk about. <laughs> That is gut check central. It is. One of your best accounts because... It'll make you pucker up a little bit, but you're going to hear the stuff that you need to hear. By the way, you might hear some things you don't want to hear, which you need to hear too because you need to fix what's going on there. But, But... Start to ask those questions. You know, don't don't just jump out today and, and come up with a you know revamped tagline on your LinkedIn profile. Do your homework. Do the hard work of asking questions today, over the next week, um, and and begin to write those things down. And next time we talk, we'll talk about the process of taking that feedback and bringing it into a, a value proposition on your um, LinkedIn profile. And that same type of of uh, tagline that you can throw out as the uh, proverbial elevator pitch um, as you're talking to talking to people. So I hope uh, hope you've had a great time. I've had a great time with the podcast today as well, Larry. We're uh, we're we're passionate about 
helping sales reps be genuine, authentic, um, and in no really BS. no BS and, and effective in all of this. And so, uh, thanks for joining us today on the Selling from the Heart podcast. Uh, tell your coworkers and your friends as we build out the next generation of elite, highly performing sales professionals. So have a great day, tear it up, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.